Hey, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. Today's guest is David Pickney, and also he's the creator of Fight Like a Girl for Action Lab Comics. And today we are going to talk about DC Rebirth titles and also Civil War II. And we're also going to talk about Captain America and other comic books from Marvel and DC. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos from Just Being Amos Podcast. Today's guest is David Pickney. If you guys remember, David Pickney did a podcast with me earlier with his wife Shannon. Today we are going to talk about um, the comic books that came out for the past month, DC Rebirth titles and the Civil War II. And uh, we're going to have a good time discuss um, spoilers. And, you know, we're going to do that. So I hope you guys enjoy this. So David. Amos. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Can't complain. Good. How are good. you doing today? I'm doing just fine, man. I'm fine. Ready to talk some books? I'm ready to talk some books, man. First of all, I will say this. DC Rebirth is the book, book we're going to talk about now. Yes. At first, you know, I was not reading much DC comics, you know, because mm-hmm. I was kind of shy, shying away from the New 52 they put out. Yeah. Because I was the old guard. I liked the old stuff DC Yeah, had. New 52 definitely changed up. A lot. Yeah, it did. So, so, um, excuse me. So, I decided to um, pick up DC Rebirth. And I looked through it and I read it. And first of all, 80 pages, man. 80 pages at two ninety nine. Yeah, you can't beat that. No, that's that's amazing. Yes, it is amazing. So, two ninety nine for an 80-page book compared to three ninety nine. Yeah, or comparing it to Marvel's uh, Civil War Two, five dollars for thirty some odd pages. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, not nothing against Marvel yeah. and the prices, you know, but I really enjoyed DC Rebirth, and I looked through it, and I was looking through the pages, and the artwork was outstanding because you had Gary Frank doing a couple of pages. Yep, Ethan Von Skyver on a couple of them. <clears throat> Everyone was working on this book. Yeah, basically. It, yeah, right. And Jeff Johns was the writer, the writer for the book. You yep. know, he does excellent work for DC. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, he's he's gonna not do too many comics these days because yeah, he's more on the the cinematic side now, right? Right. Yeah. I wish I like. I mean, come on. Well, maybe that's why he's switching over. <laughs> yeah, and no Zack Snyder. Yeah, I think Batman v Superman caused a little bit of a shakeup. So yeah, it really did, and um. I didn't really care much for that movie. That's fair. I don't know. I mean, I'm, not, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, David, so what did you think about DC Rebirth? The one shot, not the other titles, not just the, the one titles, shot. Just the one shot. So, with spoilers, um, DC Rebirth, I started reading it, and I thought it felt a lot more like prior to the New 52, and I was really liking it. And then once I hit the, the last page prior to the epilogue to really see... Um, who, I guess, pulled the strings right around Flashpoint, seeing that Batman pulls out the comedian's pin. That made me go from really liking the book to loving the book, because that is not what I saw coming at all. I guess no one did. I didn't no, see it coming. I don't, I don't think I, you could call that one. Like, I, everyone, I would have I assumed it would have been like Dark Side, Reverse Flash, and even... Uh, <clears throat> 
Wally talks about that. Where he's, you know, uh, they're they're talking about who could be this powerful to to do that, and Doctor Manhattan was not on the list of who I was thinking of. Well, no one really did. You know, I wonder how Alan Moore is feeling right now. Upset, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, you guys, Alan Moore uh, was a writer for the Watchmen, uh, <laughs> graphic novel. And, you know, he doesn't really care much for Hollywood right now or anything nope. else with his product. No, no, he does not. But Alan Moore aside, uh, I liked it. I don't know. What, what did you think? I really enjoyed it because, like I said, man, I mean, I really haven't read anything DC in a long time. Yeah. And I think getting uh, the Rebirth one shot was a jumping point for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm familiar with the characters. Right. You know, I know the Flash, Batman, everybody, even the Adam. Um, right. Not Ray Palmer, but Cho. Cho, yeah. Ryan Cho. Ryan Cho. I'm familiar with that because I was reading the Adam before the New 52. Mm-hmm. He was the Adam. Right. So I really enjoyed it, and I was kind of shocked like you. Yeah. With the Watchman pen, I mean, the comedian pen. That was a, that threw me off. Yeah, that completely threw me off. And I, I understand what they're trying to do. I, I think... The 52 was a different reality mm-hmm. from what we're seeing now. Because this right here, I think it's going to be the reality before the Flashpoint, I believe. So I'm not I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do. The way I took it was the reality that we have is our current reality. Right. But Dr. Manhattan and Ozymandias have actually messed with the timeline a bit. See, I um, didn't read that, man. Was that in the, what, Justice League or something? I didn't read that. So I didn't read Justice League. So in in um, the be- very beginning of DC Rebirth, um, Wally is talking about how there's a bunch of heroes that got forgotten, and everyone, I remember that now. Everyone thinks that five years was taken from us because of the Flashpoint, but he felt some third party, some really powerful third party, who was actually manipulated our timeline. Um, and that's so. That's how I'm taking it. Is that it's it's the right timeline. New Fifty Two still happened, um, but Doctor Manhattan, Ozymandias, for whatever reason that we don't know yet, has actually helped facilitate the manipulation of the timeline uh, in conjunction with uh, some of what Barry Allen did with the Flashpoint. Right, because Barry Allen thought he was a cause of the New Fifty Two, yeah. but there was somebody else behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm I'm interested to see where they're going to go with that. I think that's a very unique twist. I don't think that Watchmen has ever in DC history really have been part of the canon. It, I, DC it never have universe. There's never been really a match, mention of like Rorschach and Batman or something like that. But because the Watchmen was something like the I mean, Owl, the Owl Man, I think was his, no Night Owl, Night Owl, Night Owl, yeah, Night Owl was Batman. Mm. Essentially, yeah, and, yeah. So it was the characters from the Watchmen that was they 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 were related to DC some type of way, mm-hmm. but darker, yeah, violent. Yep, <laughs> yes, much so. more violent. Actually, what I thought was interesting in uh, DC Rebirth, there's a point where Wally, you know, he's uh, unable to like he's getting drawn to different people, right? Yep, and there's a part where he kind of loses to it, where he he's drawn to someone. And he's like, you got to assemble your Minutemen, and then he like vanishes. And when I was reading, I was like, Minutemen was a Watchmen thing. I thought, but that can't possibly be what's happening here. And moved on, and lo and behold, it was totally, you know, alluding to 
the Watchmen. So I'm wondering how much more of the Watchmen universe we're going to see pulled into uh, the DC universe. Yeah, it would be very interesting to see that, you know, read that. You know, after I read DC Rebirth, the one shot, I decided to pick up a couple more books. Yep. And I decided to pick up Batman, Detective Comics, um, The Flash, and Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. So far, they're not bad. Yeah, they're all pretty good so far. Um, What do you think about The Flash? Flash is the closest tie-in, really, to the the, the the one-shot. Yeah, it's it's the closest tie-in to the one-shot. I really enjoyed The Flash. Mm -hmm. And when Wally, when they finally showed showed Wally. Yeah. And they were talking, Barry and Wally were talking. And I just like the scene. I think the whole panel, man, of it. I mean, the relationship those two have got. Yeah. And, and still have. Yeah. You know, and I really, it was refreshing to see Wally again. Because Wally was gone for like, what, eight years now, I think? I mean. Going on eight on ten? It was a long time. For a very long time. Very, very long time. Because he really, when he disappeared, well, he's supposed to have been dead, but he actually yeah. like disappeared. Right. Into the speed force. Right. That damn speed for us, man. Yep, it gets everyone, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Which, uh, one thing I thought was interesting is that they're keeping both Wally Wests. Right, from the new 52 and the original Wally West. So now we're going to have two Wally Wests, both related to The Flash and Speed Force. Uh, I see that getting confusing really fast. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. I mean, yeah. but I, I think it's because of the television show. I guess. I mean, I think it, I mean, it could be partly because of the television show. I, I, I know that the New Fifty Two Wally West definitely stemmed from the idea of more diversity across comics. Right. And so I'm glad that he's still here. Uh, I'm just interested to see how they're going to differentiate you know when two people are when someone's talking about wally west and wally west is not on the page do we you know which wally west are we talking about and you know the flash family is already so right big. it is big so it many is. speedsters so and, see, and the thing is when wally was talking about you know wally had a wife yeah and two kids you know, and that was kind of like, well, man, I wish he, I mean, get his kids back, but maybe in the near future they get mm-hmm. to it, because with those species, man, breaking in time, back time travel, parallel worlds, man, they be breaking everything. Yeah, man. half their villains come from the future. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I really um, enjoyed the um, Detective Comics because it mm-hmm. was different. Yeah, I haven't read that one. So I'm gonna tell you about the Detective Thomas spoilers, guys. If y'all decided to look at me read Detective Comics, it's a spoiler. So someone is after people of the Batman family. Mm-hmm. You know, the Ezreal yeah. is after him, and he and Ezreal think he, Batman is after him. In all actuality, is someone else. Okay. So someone is really keeping tabs on all the Batman um, family, the members of the family. You know, like Batwoman, mm-hmm. Robin, spoiler. Right, you know, even even um, um, uh, Clayface, really? a villain. Now I'm gonna get, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna say it real quick about Clayface. Yeah. So Batman found find this little drone, and he said people are keeping tabs on us. So he goes to Batwoman, and they having a dialogue and talking and everything. And, you know, Batwoman background is she's military. Right. And her father earlier was talking about you need to be a leader because you need to lead a unit. So when after that talking to her father, Batman shows up and they're talking, and all of a sudden, and I forgot about this. Her last name is Kane. 
Okay. And Bruce yeah. Wayne's mother was a cane. Right. They are cousins. I'm like, oh crap, I forgot about that. Right. They're cousins, <laughs> right? And um he offered her to lead a unit. Okay. That's so, interesting. Batman is drafting Robin, which is Tim Drake Robin. Okay. Then spoiler, which is Stephanie Brown. Right. And um Clayface. Now all of a sudden he wanna bring in Clayface. I was like, wow, this is kinda odd. Yeah, that's confusing for It's kinda <laughs> confusing. But Clayface Left Arkham and went to a movie theater and mm-hmm. see some of his old movies. Remember Clayface? That Clayface was right. an actor, actor. Yeah, you know, because of the accident he formed, he became Clayface. Right. And Batman said, "I'm not coming to get you. I have like I have an offer for you." Right. And he's part of the team, which is kind of odd dynamic, man. Right. Right. But I was just looking at this and I wonder how this is going to turn out. And I read it and I said, "It's pretty interesting, man. The, the team they got together, they mm-hmm. put together." And I want I'm going to continue reading it. Yeah, that does seem. I mean, it seems odd with Clayface, but I do think that Clayface is a is a fun character that we don't see a lot. So I'm interested to see what they're gonna do uh, with him on the good guys. Side. Now, once again, Clayface could change his body. That's true. He, he could change his body. He could He's disguise himself in shape shifter. You know, that's um DC shape shifter, shape shifter yeah. like that. He changes the body and everything. Right. So I, I find that book very interesting, man. Yeah, I may check it out. You know, so, I mean, all the Rebirth ones have so far been pretty good, so yeah, and that's the one Rebirth book I haven't picked up. Right. So with all the Rebirth book titles that you picked up, yeah. which one is your favorite so far? Honestly, my favorite so far is a toss-up between Green Lantern and Green Arrow, actually. I actually almost skipped Green Arrow, but uh, I picked it up on a recommendation, and it's it's really good. Uh, have you you didn't read the Green Arrow one, right? No, I, I read the Green Lantern one. I read the Green Lantern one. The Green Arrow one, um, it's it's really a team up of of Green Arrow and and Black Canary. Black Canary comes uh, back into Seattle. Um, they kind of reunite, and there's no these, Star City. It, no Star City. It, right now, it's it's Seattle. Um, uh, of course, right. <laughs> uh, but it, she comes into town, um, and in Seattle there's these, I think they call them like the uh, like the underground people or something like that. They have a very generic name, but there's these, this group of people who are abducting poor and homeless, uh, like women and children and some men, and they're selling them off in this kind of like underground, like... Human trafficking, trade huh? Trade thing. Human trafficking. Essentially, yeah. But they're they're selling for like, do you need someone to, you know, help, you know, build this thing for you? Do you need someone to do this for you? That they're just selling them, and it's Green Arrow and Black Canary kind of uncovering this, um, this this group, this this auction is what they're they're calling it, and taking them down. And the art in it is great. The writing in it's great. Um, Who's the writer for that anyway? Uh, last name's Percy. I don't remember the first name. It's Percy as the uh, writer and Schmidt as the uh, uh, as the, the artist. I can look up, see the name real quick. Benjamin Percy and Otto Schmidt as the writer and artist on this book, and it feels feels almost indie book esque. You know, almost. Not, I won't say as indie as like a like Hawkeye was. You know, mm-hmm. fraction and. And hot, daha. Yeah, um, but this is definitely a recommend. I I almost 
passed it, and now it's going to be on my pull list. So I'm going to go ahead and pick you that up. This one out. I'm going to check that out. I like the Greenland. I like the Arrow show, mm-hmm. and um, been a, I've been a fan of uh, the Arrow show for a while. And I, I think I'm going to go ahead and get the Green Arrow. But I'm thinking about also picking up Titan. Titan, yeah. Titan, and also it's another book, not Titan. When night, night, whenever night, we ever come out, I will be mm-hmm. picking that up yeah. also. And so, so far, man, like I said, the Rebirth titles are pretty good. And right now, I've been enjoying it. I enjoyed it in Detective Comic, the first issue. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman was pretty weird. I, I read the Batman, the Calendar Man changing, molding his body each yeah, he can season. Like, yeah, his body changes and he can, like, he, like, sheds his skin, kind of. Like a snake. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. It's it's unique. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, man. I'm like, okay. I don't remember the calendar man having that kind of power. I don't remember having that power either. That might be that has to either be something new fifty two related or rebirth. Uh honestly, Calendar Man is not the the villain I know much about. Yeah, not me either. I mean Batman has a, a large role gallery of, you know, yeah. villains and everything. It's so hard to keep up with some of the newest one and the oldest one, you know? Yeah. Because the Joker is dead right now. Right. I do know that. He'll be returning back pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think about uh, Green Lanterns? Now, the Green Lantern, I used to read Green Lantern before mm-hmm. the New 52 started. Yeah. And I, I was loving it. Right. You know, because Jeff Jones was writing at the time, and um, I was loving it. And I read the new Rebirth um, Green Lantern, and I really was kind of, it was kind of different. Of it's odd to see two Green Lanterns working together, mm-hmm. and usually they work separate, right? You know, but the the fun part about that story is that they are new to their powers, and one thing one thing he knows more than the other one, and it's really funny to me to see yeah, that to see how they try to work together. Yeah, because he he's a rookie too. Yeah, and she's also a rookie, but he think he knows everything, right? And so I, I like that dynamic. But until when Hal Jordan showed up, yep. The original Green Lantern, mm-hmm. and he said, "You two need to work together." Yeah, because he's going to off world and deal with something else. Right, and he said, "You're going to be doing training with the Justice League." Right, and I thought that was pretty cool, man, because they're both rookie. They are going to make some mistakes in the book. Yeah, definitely. And I'm interested to see how, because um, in that confrontation between uh, Hal and. Uh, Simon Baz and Ion, right? Right. Uh, Hal merges their their lantern batteries right, into one, so they don't have a choice but to work together. So I'd like to see how that plays out. Yeah, he 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 was the good cop. Yep, <laughs> good <laughs> definitely. Cop. She said it's not a punishment. Yeah. Y'all going to work together, and so he merged both lantern batteries. And like, okay, that's that's pretty smart. Yep. But hopefully, uh, hopefully they figure it out. But I guess with you know training with the league, um, they have room to make mistakes. Someone will be there too. Yeah, clean up just in case. Yeah, yeah. You got Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, yeah. Aquaman, and Flash. Come on, man. How can you go wrong? You got people to teach you how to do things the right way. That's true. I mean, things can still go wrong. Yeah, There's gotta... always a crisis somewhere in DC. Oh, it always <laughs> is. There's always a crisis. Always a crisis. What other books did we get? Superman? Did you read Superman? I did not read Superman. Superman was, for me, the weakest one of the ones that I've read so far. It kind of dealt with, I guess, at the end of Superman 52 or Justice League number 50, 
Superman dies again. <laughs> but there's another Superman from another universe. Oh, that's um, confusing. But, uh, I don't know, it was, it was alright. There was nothing, there was no wow factor in there for me, personally. Um, but, uh, oh, check it out. Nothing too huge happened. Yeah, nothing too huge at all. Nah, not, nothing, nothing, I, I shouldn't say nothing too huge, but nothing too huge on the caliber of, like, uh, how I feel, you know, the Flash, right? The Flash right. is now having Batman and Flash team up to go find, um, uh, you know, Doctor Manhattan, Osmond Diaz. Even though they don't know that's who they're looking for, Green Arrow kind of has Black Canary back, and they're teaming up. And, and, this and the Green Lantern got two Green Lantern. That's team. Yeah, yeah. But this one was a little bit, a lot more low key. Um, more with dealing with the loss of Clark and what that means to the people versus kind of what is happening. I guess on a, on a bigger scale. Um, well, That's right. going back to, I'm about to say, going back to Batman, DC decided to put the original number of Detective, I mean, sorry, Detective Comics. Oh, right, right. Yeah, it's back to 934. And I think Action Comics is back to its original numbering, too. Really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's almost to the thousands. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the whole thing now is um, they want to get back to uh, Legacy, you know. Right. Uh, and DC seems to be pretty committed to that. But they've always been known for legacies, though. Yeah, un- until New 52. That's right. Uh, New 52 was definitely a, a, you know, a redo of kind of everything for them, from not just their books, but to how they approach their stories, too. So right. now we're kind of getting back to um, the pre-New 52 feeling of the DC universe which I really enjoy I want I want that yeah yeah you know I, I'm cuz you know when that new 52 came out I'm like oh damn man another reboot <laughs> another man, reboot hell? and and really, I liked new 52 most of it um some of it got a little tedious for me but I, I definitely do like the direction more that they're going in rebirth than they were new 52 right 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 so I also looked online one uh, the other day, and they were doing the sales, man. Yeah. They said Rebirth sold more than Civil War number um, one, I believe. Yeah. Or was it zero? It was either one of the Civil War books, Civil War two books. Mm-hmm. It outsold um, one of the books. Really? And I, I found that pretty interesting, man, because for a while, Marvel has been really, sale-wise, yeah. been pretty steady. It's usually number one. Number one, yeah. So, I mean, cool. Oh, it was zero. Civil War two zero. they beat out. Okay. Not nice. one, which we're going to get on that yeah. pretty soon. <laughs> you have some words. Yeah, I have many words for that book. <laughs> many words. So, I mean, like I said, Rebirth to me, great jumping on point for anybody who want to read some new DC stuff. You know, it's not the 52, but it's a great jumping on point for new readers. Yeah. You know, since Rebirth is almost out of print, the first print is almost gone. I Yeah, man, that, that sold... Yeah, wow. it's yeah, and it's, it's not two ninety nine anymore. Oh, it's not. I don't think so. So if you didn't get that two ninety nine eighty page, you might end up paying like five dollars for the one that's out now. I believe. Yeah, but it's still even at five bucks, it's totally worth it. I yeah, mean, it's it's a really good story. Um, it's the jumping on point for the new direction of the universe, and you really have to have no knowledge of any other DC book. I mean, they basically explain to you Flashpoint in. Uh, the one shot of DC Rebirth for you. Yeah, it really so did. It's, it's very a very clean, good place to start. Yeah, so we recommend you guys to pick up Rebirth. You know the Rebirth titles. 
You know, because it's a great chapter on point for anybody who want to read DC Comics. And it's also a, it's a great story. I mean, the rebirth from shot one shot was great. So, guys, pick it up. You know, we gave some spoilers, but, you know, go ahead and pick it up. Now, we are going to go to Marvel. To the other universe. The Marvel universe. Marvel Comics. Now, I know this is like a month later or two weeks later yeah. of Civil War One. Came out. Yep, we had uh, Civil War Zero one, and then a couple of the uh, the tie-ins. Tie-ins. Now, for my listeners, I'm gonna tell you this: Civil War, the first Civil War was a great. It was pretty good. I tell you that. It's the series that it's actually a, got me into comic books. See, there you go, and it was a pretty good series, man. Written by Mark Millar, or Miller Millar, Millar Millar. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so and uh, it was written, um, drawn by. Um, Steve McNeven. Yep, and it was it was a great um, story. You know, that's one of the one of Mark Miller's Millar um, stories that I really like. Mm-hmm. But back to Civil War Two is that it's different from one. Once again, Iron Man is involved. Yeah. He can never not be <laughs> right. So he's involved, right? So my one of my um, plus things about this is that it's different from the first one. But it's still the same. Yeah, they. I mean, I guess to give a little bit of background on the on the story. First of all, the people that didn't go to Free Comic Book Day would see. That's the thing. The Free Comic Book Day book. Free Comic Book Day book. It started helps. off with it. Yes, it started out. So, so basically, with with Civil War Two, it really kicks off with the Inhumans, right? Uh, the the Inhumans. Um, are pretty much the 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 catalyst for what starts Civil War Two. There's this there's this kid, his name's U- Ulysses. 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 Yeah, I can never pronounce that name. But he gets affected by the Tetra Mist, and then he realizes that okay, he's actually an inhuman, right? So the crazy part about that, they showed it in Zero Civil War Two Zero, right? But like I said before, if you did not read the Free Comic Book Day mm-hmm. book tie-in, you will really be lost on the issue one. Yes, <laughs> yes, you would. See, this, this is my problem. <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, I mean, and, and but I guess before we get to the problems, the the way that I, I think it's the same but different, just to clarify a little bit, is you know, both civil wars deal with Iron Man's on one side. He feels that we should do one thing policy wise. Someone else uh, in the first Civil War being Captain America and Civil War Two being uh, Captain Marvel. Another Captain. Yeah. Um, feels they should do something else. Uh, Ulysses' power is to see the future. Right? And it kind of now makes Civil War Two kind of becomes this Minority Report style book. Um, but that's, that's, the, that's the premise, I think, that we... Uh, that you should probably know going into this conversation. Yeah, it is like that because he sees the future. Captain Marvel wants to not let it happen. She wants to stop it right then and there. Yeah. See, Iron Man sees totally, something totally different, which is kind of funny because he's a futurist. Yeah, and, and Captain Marvel even brings that up. She even says, I thought you were a futurist, Tony. But he And he's like, I am a futurist, but that means I... I it's a, what did he say? He says morality he has moral. Mora- morals. Moral, it's, right. it's about preserving what the future could be, um, and he does not want to act on um, the visions of uh, of another superhero or the Inhumans. But things happen. Do you want to? 
So things happen in that book, right? So I'm going I'm to say this. If you did not read the Free Comic Book Day special or tie-in to the Civil War II, you'd really be lost. Mm-hmm. So in the uh, Free Comic Book Day, you had Thanos. And what happened in the book is that Captain Marvel, Black Panther, who's part of the Ultimates, mm-hmm. they saw Thanos, they, um, the Inhumans brought in Ulysses. Right. And he said he saw the future. Now, so they go against Thanos. So Easy fight, right? Easy fight, right? You think so. <laughs> so you have She-Hulk, um, War Machine, Black Panther, most of the Ultimates. Yeah. So they... See Thanos and Thanos wanna know how the hell this how they how you know I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so they get to fighting. Something happens. It's a little significant. It's significant. It, it plays in uh, Civil War One. Rhodey is dead. He gets killed in the Free Comic Book Day book. Okay. Now, if you did not read that, they sh- they put it in one. Right. And they never gave an explanation in one how he died. Right, they really have that one panel. One I think, panel, that's with, it. Uh, with, with Thanos. Yeah, one panel, that's it, man. And I'm like, okay. So if the person didn't pick up the book for Free Combo, they'd be like, well, how did this happen? They never showed anything before that. Yeah. And, you know, and I was kind of like, man, really, Marvel? Y'all want to do it like this? And I was not really happy at the time, but then mm-hmm. again, it is a comic book. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's a big event. Yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting that the Free Comic Book Day event kind of takes place. In the middle of issue one of Civil War, because there, I do remember reading that and being like, "Yeah, I'm glad I read the free comic book day." Right? Because I mean, there's just there's a scene, and like I think Tony gets a call, and he goes to see um, uh, Carol, and she's like, uh, "War Machine or uh, Rhodes is dead," and you're like. That happened between pages. That's it's weird. Pretty, yeah, it happened between pages. How did you know, it happen? Rhodey's a fairly significant character to just kind of die between the pages. Um, but then I had to remember, oh yeah, Free Comic Book Day. And see that? See that? What I'm talking about? That he was not the only one that he didn't die, but he had many injured. Yeah. Now Free Comic Book Day, I remember she was going against Thanos, and she got punched and she got shot by Rhodey's um, missile. Yeah. But in the Free, I mean Civil War Two One. She's laid up in the bed, beat up, yep. and all of a sudden, she's talking to Carol Danvers, who is Captain Marvel, whispers something to her, yeah. then all of a sudden, beep, I'm like, damn, she's dead too? Now, yeah, no. I, I, this is what I'm thinking as a reader. Yeah. Man, she, he killed her off too, but then we don't see her body. No, I mean, we just... Yeah, it kind of ends on like her flatlining, yeah. not... For all we know, she'll get you know she'll come back next next issue. Uh, doctors will come and save her or something. But yeah, there's there's I think two fairly significant deaths. One happening kind of between pages. It is a little bit weird. I, I think that they should have probably brought in that Thanos fight into Civil War One. Yep, because um, they do spend a lot of time talking about um, the Inhumans and the. I guess the moral decisions of being able to alter something before it happens. They spent a lot of time on that. Or I think maybe if they shortened that a little bit and brought in that fight with Thanos, it would have been a little bit more impactful in, in yeah, issue one. Yeah, I, I agree. And the thing is that, I mean, they had a relationship. I didn't know War Machine and Captain Marvel had a relationship. Yes, they did. And I didn't know that. A long time ago. How long time ago? <laughs> I feel like it was kind of been... If I'm remembering correctly, I could have sworn I've heard about that maybe five, six years ago. Really? Yeah. Or uh, during a, not, 
Actually, that's a lie. That might not even be that far back. I think it was... I think in Kelly Sue's run, there was a reference to them um, being together. And But then he didn't really show up most... Of, he didn't really show up in the comic books that much, did he? Not, not too much. See, mm-hmm. that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem also. No, I could be wrong. I mean, we've both read a lot of comics. Yeah, we have. I'm trying I to remember lot. from years ago, but I do feel like I remember an issue of Kelly Sue's run where Carol is talking to Rhodes and... Um, they are, they are not currently together, but they are talking about how they were together. Uh, so I, I, it's it's canon. It's happened. It's canon. I know it's in there somewhere. I mean, that's Captain Marvel and War Machine. But all together, the book wasn't bad. It was just there's a lot of holes in there that didn't really like. If if you didn't read them in sequence, in sequence, yeah, you don't really really know what's going on in one. True. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I love big superhero action, so I love Civil War too. Yeah, so yeah, you know, in Civil War One, they killed off Bill, uh, Bill Foster, Goliath. Yeah, killed him off. He was black. I won't say that. <laughs> and the rose. Yeah, they, 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 and the woman in the bed, and she's green, but there's a woman. Like, come on, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I actually, didn't even notice that until you brought it up on the yeah. phone the other day. I was like, yeah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Yeah, so they killed uh, hopefully one character, but they killed, supposedly killed two characters in Civil War Two. And they're they're promising more deaths, more um, casualties, man. Yeah, they're they're promising all over the place. They're like, who's gonna fall now? And I think issue like Civil War two or three is slated to have another character death, rumored to have another character death. I guess we'll see when it comes out. But Ben F. Beanie, Spider Man, Spider Man, um, t- um, related characters. <sighs> I mean, they all just got, like, new books. I don't I think know. that they would kill any of them. I think all the spider people are probably... It's safe. Safe. At least Spider-Gwen, Silk. Miles Morales. Yeah, Morales, uh, 2099. can never remember his name. Um, That's name Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez. Um, Miguel. But uh, I think they're safe. I, I don't know who else they're going to take out. They're probably going to lose some Inhumans. Yeah, yeah, because I don't read the Inhumans, you know. Yeah, well, I know Civil War Two is one of the big events for Marvel, and I I was telling my um uh, comic book shop that give me most of the titles, the tie-ins, yeah, and that's it. After that, I'm not even picking them more any other regular right. issues. I know Deadpool is going to be part of it, of course, yeah. But I mean, this it's a big event, man. Every summer they got to have a big event. Yeah, um, and it's kind of it might be a little bit unfair to try to compare it to the first Civil War, but I mean it is a. I don't want to say it's a sequel, but it's the second Civil War that they're having. Um, I guess maybe third if you count the Secret Wars, <laughs> Civil War. Um, but uh, I do want to see how it holds up to the first one. Because the first Civil War had huge ramifications across the Marvel Universe. Especially for Spider-Man, right? Unmas- oh, it really did. Unmasking himself and all that good stuff. Even um, for Iron Man, he felt the crunch too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Iron Man. And Reed Richards. Everyone. I mean, Iron Man. I would say Iron Man and Spider Man felt, and obviously Captain America. Uh, of he course. experienced of um, course. a little bit of a fallout from that. But I want to see like, is is this going to just be one of those events that's just like, oh, that was kind of cool for you know however many issues, or is it going to actually have long lasting ramifications? Impacts? Yeah, yeah like, ramifications. You know, of how we had the Superhuman Registration Act with Civil War One, unmasking of Spider Man, all of that. See, this is what I want to see after Secret Wars. After this, then we have Civil War Two, 
Right. Now, this stuff is left unsaid. And undone. Now, something needs to be answered about the Secret Wars when it came out. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of questions. Right. Because, you know, because I think Regent, mm-hmm. we're going to get to that in a minute. Regent from the Spider-Man right. Secret Wars, uh, uh, Renew Your Vows um, title, he's in the regular Amazing Spider-Man now. Oh, is he? Uh, spoiler for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm behind in, in, in regular and Amazing Spidey. See, guys, I, I got David right now. He's yeah. a spoiler for him. But you got, well, got me. So, I mean, I'm sorry, man. That's that's fine. It's, you run the risk when you have that much in your to read pile. Oh yeah, guys, I got a lot to read. So I wish I could show you the camera. I'll take a picture and show how much I got to read. Now you just gave me like 30 issues of Supergirl. So that's also yeah, I know, but that's old issues though. Yeah, man. that's true. I've been reading a lot of old comics. I've been I'm still reading New Fifty Two. So. I'm not even touching that. I'm not even touching that. But I am trying to read some of the Batman and Robin, the Resurrection, I guess, with Damien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. That yeah, pretty I'm, I'm going to get some trades for that. But what other title is part um, that you read? I have not read. I only read the uh, Civil War main title. Right. I read uh, Amazing Spider-Man number one because Spider-Man is my right. favorite. Um, this one was pretty good. It, it follows the same inhuman character that can Ulysses, see the future. Ulysses, yeah. Um, and it is... Spider-Man taking him into Parker Industries as Spider-Man, right? He uh, he hasn't revealed his secret identity to him or anything like that. Right. Um, but you can kind of see where Spider-Man in this book is starting to lean on the side of like, oh, this telling the future thing is great. You know, in here, like the, the big confrontation is he, uh, Ulysses sees... The, the future and sees like how this guy he's gonna go kill these two people and uh spider-man has this kind of like dialogue with him and that's good for spider-man because his uncle ben got killed and that and that yeah. probably plays a big factor in it too it does actually there's a in that conversation that they're having um he's like you know well there's a moral thing here do we you know should we go after him do we know that your powers aren't Bias, like because this guy he he looked like a big guy and he had like he was wearing like a trench coat and all this stuff or he was wearing like a heavy jacket and Spider Man's like I can't tell if this is actually your powers or if this is just you like you know I guess putting your bias on onto this person right. with your powers um, because there, there there is a, a mention where his powers he sees the future but it doesn't always happen they make sure oh, okay. to uh, to let you know that. And um, Spidey, he's not sure. He's just not sure. But he goes along with it, and he actually ends up saving these two people. He was going to go and kill them. But after that, they have this conversation where he's like, man, if I, you know, I want to let you know what I know. Because if I knew the stuff uh, that I do now when I was younger, I could have maybe saved. Like he, he doesn't say who, but he's... Clearly alluding to like Uncle Ben, maybe Gwen Stacy, and and, and stuff like that. Because he has so, lost a lot of people in his in his in his life. Yeah, and he uh, he clearly sees the benefit in being able to see the future. Right. You know that's been something with Spider Man so long that he's always you know even with his spider senses, kind of being able to see the future, um, even though it's just seconds ahead that he he uses that so much and it saved so many people um that when he lost it that was when uh, jameson's wife died he didn't have the ability to see that there's something that's going to happen so this kind of like really resonated with him where he's like 
oh, okay, this could actually be really, really useful. Okay. So, yeah, I would check it out. There's some... There's some good moments. There's a lot of funny moments. Johnny Storms is in there for his a couple best, scenes. His best friends. His best friends, yeah. <laughs> so, Inhumans show up for a bit, but uh, nothing too, too crazy, but it is it is cool to see these two team up and kind of see, like, the impact it has on, on Peter and kind of how you can see, from his point of view, the whole uh, idea of seeing the future and why it is helpful. Yeah, I can see that. I, can, I definitely can see that. All right, cool. I read one called The God War, uh, Civil War II, uh, with Hercules and more of the Greek gods and other god- goddesses. And I read it, and I, and I really didn't enjoy, did not enjoy I enjoyed it. I did not enjoy it at all, man. I just really? Like, no. I mean, it's, it's happening, I know, but it, it was, it, I didn't really enjoy it, man, because it's Hercules, you know? And Amadeus Cho showed up, the yeah, new Hulk. The Hulk. And um, it's just the fact that people forgot about Hercules. And honestly, man, I really did too. Yeah, actually, I didn't even know uh, God's War came out. And you're like, oh, it has Hercules. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a character, isn't he? Yeah, he's a character. <laughs> and I totally forgot about Hercules, you know? Because, you know, one time he was part of um, the Incredible Hulk and Planet Hulk. No, World War Hulk yeah. storyline years ago. And that's, that's the last time. Yeah, it is. And that's the last time I read about Hercules. Yeah. You know, so far, I, I mean, I really didn't really enjoy this book at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just checked it out, see what it's about, and I would not be picking it up again. Yeah. So this is not, <laughs> not your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. So that's it for the Civil War two, um, and all the reviews and our opinions on that. Now I'm going to get to Captain America. That was a big book. Yeah, it was Captain America and Reaper same day. Yeah. I think it fractured the comic industry as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> Which was intended to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was reading Captain America and I tried to stay away from social media a little bit for what yo, it's just it happened and something happened in Captain America. I'm saying, what the hell is going on in Captain America? That's why I picked it up because everyone started freaking out. Yeah. Was, okay, what is it? <laughs> yeah, so so I was uh, I picked it up, you know, because there's two Captain America books, Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson. For you guys, there's two Captain America. One is Steve Rogers, the original Captain America. There's also Sam Wilson, Falcon, that's now the Captain America. So it's two books. So I was reading Captain America, Steve Rogers, the first first the first super soldier, Captain America, whatever. And I was just reading it, and the story is it goes back to when he was a kid. I said, okay, we know the story how he became a super soldier, but this or do we? Or do we? Right, <laughs> but this goes back with his mom and his dad. Dad being an abusive dad. This is back yeah. in the um, 30s, 40s, the 40s, that, 30s or 40s. Probably be 30s because he's, he's a kid. Yeah, so it was in the 30s. Yeah, so it was in the 30s. You know, his dad was an abusive dad, and this woman's out of the streets. Punked him out. You know, yeah. man, I know where he punked him out. I said, don't you put your hand on him? Right. So I'm reading the book and. Present day, you know, he got the new suit. He's back to the original age yep. that they found him. He's not the 80 old Steve Rogers. This yeah. <laughs> so he's back to the age that they found him, right? And Jack Flagg shows up. And I know I have not seen Jack Flagg since Annihilation. Yeah, and actually, I think Jack Flagg even says in one of the fights, I'm just happy to be relevant again. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He, yeah. he did. So I'm like, wow, they brought him back. Yeah. And, you know, because last time I seen him, he was in Annihilation with Nova, mm-hmm. Star-Lord, and all those guys, you know. And it was refreshing to see him because, you know, I forgot about him. Right. So, you know, they was 
um, trying to stop a train. You know, the red skull is recruiting people for Hydra once yep. again. Hydra, That's pretty usual. As usual. You know, Baron Zemo, you know, he wanted to get Hydra back together too, but mm. Red Skull got different plans for Hydra. Right. So, as the story goes along, this guy got this bomb, he blown up this train and everything. And, you know, it kind of plays on what's, t- what's going on for today. Yeah. You know, with terrorism and everything like that. And, yeah. And, and it's, it's kind of, it's crazy. Yeah. And so, Captain America couldn't save the kid. He blows himself up. Spoiler, guys. As much as he tries. Try, must as he try. I'm telling the whole story because, like I said, we are giving spoilers if you have not read the book. And after that happened, man, they're like, damn, this, he lost again. I mean, so Baron Zemo, they're looking for him. Mm-hmm. So uh, Captain America Captain America and Baron Zemo is fighting and whatever. Yeah. And they've been fighting for years. So all this, because he, he got the science, scientist, uh, what's his name? I do not. Selvin. Was it Selvin? It was Selvin. Okay, yeah. Selvin, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Selvin. He um he was he was in Thor. If y'all watched Thor, he was the um doctor, the scientist that helped Thor out. Yep. Doctor Selvin. And um so they're fighting and to the end Yep. Jack Flag coming to help Captain America, right? Yeah, ja- uh, Cap's about to like fall out of this airplane or right. whatever, and Jack sees and he's gonna go save him. To save him, and then when that happened, it changes. It changes. <laughs> it's something pretty dramatic, happens. right? Yeah. And Cap said, "I'm kind of sorry for what I'm about to do." And I'm reading this. I'm like, "What the hell are you gonna do, Cap?" He's gonna push him out he, an airplane. That plane, <laughs> yeah, like, and then he pushed him out the fucking airplane. <laughs> yep. And what happens? And one bubble says, Hell, Hell Hydra. Hydra. Yep. i like, okay, I know you want to do shock value. That's what it is, yep. really, to give everybody attention. Yep. 75 years of continuity of Captain America. It is 75 years. Yeah, it's 75 years. Yeah, a little More over. Little yeah, you know. 76-ish, I think. Yeah, so that continuity, all those years he's been a sleeper. So I'm not fully convinced yet it is a number one so right. for all we know i mean for all we know uh this won't stick maybe this isn't for he might be brainwashed or something like that i mean there's there's so many ways that marvel can play out this storyline and then undo it you know what marvel loves clones Marvel loves their clones. <laughs> or their life model decoys. That's right. They love anything that looks like a character but is not actually that character. Or magic. Or magic, right? So there's, there's so many ways that this can not mess up the timeline. Now, where it gets a little iffy is then, you know, why did we see his childhood, you know? That's All right. All this stuff, right? Like, it, they made a point to go back to, like, this is Steve Rogers when he was a kid, and uh, Steve and his kind of like in the in the thought bubble and the, the captions is basically saying like how there's people that have really influenced him in life ever since he was a kid, and it pretty much alludes straight to you no, know, this is Steve Rogers as a child, and he grew up part of Hydra. Yeah, and the thing is, that Hydra is that old. Uh, I this, mean, this is my this is when he's a child, nineteen thirty. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if Hydra is that old because I mean, Hydra's not necessarily. I mean, it's just like a group of really 
pissed off people. Right. And yeah, people even, were pissed off all through history. Yeah, even in so, Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they said Hydra was old, and, you know. Maybe they're getting it from that, from the television show. Who knows, man? Right. Um, all I know is that uh, it was definitely... After everyone was freaking out, and I picked up issue one, I'm like, okay, why is everyone freaking out? The last page, the Hail Hydra, one speech bubble. Uh, yeah, um, Hail Hydra. Oh, that's why everyone's upset right now. I don't know. I mean, if it, if it is true and he's been a sleeper agent this whole time, that would be odd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I would be, I would be need, I would need some convincing, like, okay, well, we have all these people who can see the future we have time travel we have all of these things um even just, i mean even just dating all the way back to like infinity gauntlet stuff like this like you see steve do things the um, man held um the hammer thor's hammer yeah and only those worthy enough Thank <laughs> you. can lift uh thor's hammer but that's actually a really good point. See? That kind of breaks everything, See? right? Unless unless it's, somehow uh, Hydra agents are worthy. See, that's, that's another thing. You know, this is, this is the, the geek in me, just right. thinking, the theorizing things, you know. He, he, he held the Thor's hammer, man. Yeah. But also, I was talking to someone about this, but do you remember Captain America Reborn? So after... The first Civil War. I remember that. Right? Yeah, he got... He was killed, but he was really shot with, like, a time bullet. Time, time, bu- time um, pistol or something. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, he was spiraling through time. Anytime you're not in time travel to any one storyline, you can you can do whatever you want. So I can easily see them going all the way back to that, just being like... Because, you know, Red Skull's brought into this as well and, and all that. I can easily see that, you know, there was some sort of time manipulation thing. Could be um, possible. That kind of rewrote some stuff, um, and even as more recent as Secret Wars. I mean, that's another thing too. I mean, universes have collided, and yeah, things have been altered. Two of each character. Then once again, the Cosmic Cube, that which was the girl, she yeah. gave him back his age. Yep, yep. you know that could have kind of warped his mind too. Who knows? Yeah, we have have no idea. So it's an issue one, and it seems like a very, I guess. I don't want to say a smart way to end it, but it's definitely one of those ways that they're going to end it to clearly pull someone in and be like, okay, what next? Because this doesn't make sense. Um, so I am interested to see how they handle this and how, you know, I personally think it's going to get in some fashion retconned or this is not really Steve Rogers or there's some yeah, I think crazy so too. time thing that's happening. Yeah, I think so too. So that's how I feel about Captain America. I mean, it was the shock value to it, but you know what? Like you said, it could be numerous things. It could not. Be, it could be a clone. He could have been mind wiped. It yep. couldn't. That could. That could be something else. You know, it mean time travel. It could be anything. But you know, Marvel trying to get a little shock value. So you know, Hail Hydra. You know, ever since Winter Soldier, the movie, yeah. Hail Hydra has been like. Marvel's motto. <laughs> it has, man. They are very popular, man. They, they love that phrase, Hail Hydra. It is everywhere. <laughs> and it, forget about AIM. We're right, talking about right. Hydra. Yep. There's many organizations out there, but oh, they're talking about Hydra. Hydra and only Hydra. But I, I think both DC and Marvel are trying to, like, not, I guess streamline their universes, right, between the cinematic and the comics. Not that they're trying to bring them both into the same continuity, but... Use some of the it's same terminologies and yeah, whatnot between the two. It's close. So, 
Um, that's how I feel about Captain America. It's a good book, but you know they had a shock value to it, and I think it was something they needed—a shot in the um, the company. You know, to change it up a little bit. It got a lot of press. Yeah, it did. You know, <laughs> that people, sold a lot people, of books. People say, "Oh, why you do that?" And then, you know, you know, it's a comic book. It happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It's going to be a reboot soon enough. So. That's right. Yeah, what it is. So uh, Captain America was good, and now I got some recommendations that, that I really like. You know, Deadpool is a popular character and everything. And I've been reading Spider-Man and Deadpool, which are my both favorite characters in Marvel. Right. You know, and Joe Kelly is writing that. Joe Kelly is amazing. He is. Now, I wish Joe Kelly could write the current Deadpool. Nothing against what Gary um, Dugan uh, Duggan, yeah, yeah, doing, yeah. He doing he's doing a good, I mean, okay job on it. But Joe Kelly started off the series, Joe the Kelly's ongoing series, way really back in the nineties. Good, yeah, writing Deadpool. He is, and and I've been enjoying that book, man. With Spider Man too. Come yeah. on, yeah, those two, especially the, um, when Joe Kelly writes the two together. Right. I think it was Amazing Spider Man, like issue six eleven or something like that. Where Spidey and, and Deadpool team up, and it's one of my—it's still one of my favorite Spider-Man issues to this date. Um, yeah, Joe Kelly's an amazing, amazing writer, and especially on on Deadpool. Yeah, I'm Deadpool. I mean, the, the chemistry those two got, man, it's it's kind of crazy because Deadpool had his his his, his man crush, his Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> he wanted to do so good in the eyes of Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> it's so funny, man. The things he does to trying to get Spider-Man attention. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been really enjoying this book, you know, more than the regular Deadpool book. And I highly recommend this book also. And another book that um, I like reading lately has been The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Because um, at one point, I didn't want to read it because they did the mind swap. But that mind swap was so good, though. But with, when, with you kind, when you were telling me what's going on, and I said, with Superior Spider-Man, it all kind of made sense to me. Yeah, and Dan Slott also, to his credit, if you go back and read from issue 600 up to 700, you know, read all 100 issues, but he starts seeding this brain swap between him and Otto, and I thought that was... Oh, Dan Slott, no, exactly what he's doing, because he's he's keeping um, with the... um, the mythos and the continuity of Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like to me, he's a Spider-Man fan. Oh, he's he's very much a Spider-Man fan. So I mean, he is really keeping up. He brought Mysterio back in the. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like it's serious, man. It's like it's crazy. But the Amazing Spider-Man been pretty good so far for me. I, I like the dynamic that he got with the Parker Industries. Yeah. Now he owns a company. He's the new Tony Stark. Yep. And the Tony Stark shows up with those two going head Yep. <laughs> you know, Peter got some resentment for Iron Man. Honestly, he does. After Civil, back to I Civil mean, War. There's a reason There's for a reason it. for Civil War. He had him to convince people his true identity. I mean, Peter's life was wrecked. Ruined. ruined. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he, he looked up to Tony Stark. And now that he has money like Tony Stark, and Tony Stark is probably the second richest man or third richest man, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he made a comment to him while they were fighting that issue. I was mm-hmm. just finished reading. He said, um, you, you run a mom and pop shop. I'm like, oh, goodness, man. <laughs> That's just rude. That's rude, yeah. And, you know, they didn't like it. And now Mary Jane is working for Iron Man. Yep. Tony needs a redhead, right? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. And this is Ben is writing that, too. Yeah. There you go. What what book isn't Bendis writing? Yeah, you ain't lying, man. <laughs> not lying on that. It's like five, six books on the shelf. Every and and not not to sidetrack, but 
I think it was like two weeks ago, I got like issue eight of Scarlet. Like, this, I this did too. One issue per every two years or something like that. I did too, <laughs> man. I, it was two years since the last one. Yeah, I remember I was going through my uh, my my uh, my box, right? And she, I was looking through the comics I got that week, and Scarlet was there. And I was like, oh, I, I totally guess forgot. I did subscribe to this? <laughs> I subscribed to it. I totally forgot. It's yep. been that long, man. Yep. Yep. You know he's doing everything, and I think I, another side note, um, Scarlet man, I think they are trying to make that a um, television show. Really? Yeah, I, I, I read on the internet he may trying to pitch for a television show for it. Yeah, I mean, what he has powers now. Right? Yeah, on a Sony network. On Sony network. I mean, it's uh, comic book shows or comic book television shows are definitely becoming a thing with. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, Preacher, yeah, CW got it on lock. <laughs> I Zombie, Walking Dead, um, Outcast. Outcast, yeah. So I mean, it would not surprise me that there's going to be obviously Agents of Shield, but it wouldn't surprise me that this is going to become yet another uh, comic book television show. Yeah, I mean, and Scarlet Man, it's not only eight books, nine books. I mean, it's just yeah. not too many books. Nope. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's it's eight or nine books across the last six years. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, you can if you get, want to read it, you can definitely catch up. So if you're doing a television show, I mean, that definitely gonna have to use some of the source material from the con, but then again, it could be all new, new stuff yeah. for the um, television script. Yep, yep, definitely. And we'll see, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure it'll it'll probably get picked up. Comic books seem to be the the big new thing for TV. Oh yeah, they milking so, that. Yeah. And I'm loving it you know, as a comic fan. So, Oh, I'm loving it, too, yeah. as a comic book fan. You know, I'm loving it, too. Uh, that's going to be another topic on my other podcast. Yeah. Television shows based on comic books. Yep. The popularity of that. But that's another story. Another podcast. That's another podcast. I got to find somebody with me. I might do one by myself. I'm going to see how that's going to turn out for me. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you know after I'm done with it. <laughs> But you no, know, that's in it. That's it for right now for the comic books I've been reading for the last month or two weeks. Yeah, and I appreciate you coming up, you know, coming to the podcast, David. Yeah, of course. You know, always. Yeah, definitely. So, any recommendations before we um, leave? Uh, yeah. So you mentioned Joe Kelly. I'm going to recommend a book from like years ago, but I Kill Giants. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So if you like Joe Kelly in any way, shape, or form, read I Kill Giants. And the outside of Marvel DC books that I've been keeping up with, um, honestly, it's the series you love. It's uh, Power Rangers, Boom Studios. Oh Issues, God, we talking about Power Rangers? I'm gonna every time you bring me on this podcast, I'll make sure I mention something Power Rangers related. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't been reading it, issue three uh, of the main Rangers line just happened, and issue one of the Pink Ranger Limited series. <laughs> So there you go. And both are awesome. So you should check it out. You really trying to get me on the Power Ranger too. I you know, there's only twenty three seasons. You know what? I'm gonna ban you from my podcast, man. <laughs> Those Power Rangers, man. It's hey, there's comic books. You asked what I recommend. Yeah, I, I, sure, recommend I sure did. Boom Studios, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh number three, and the Pink Ranger. Uh Issue one of the miniseries. It's, well, it's good. It's okay. good. I don't even think you have to be a Rangers fan for it. Just check it. It's just fun action. I'm going to let you borrow it. 
You gonna let me borrow it? I'll bring. I'll bring it to Heroes. Okay, you bring it to Heroes. You bring it. Bring it. I, I read. You know, I'm gonna read one of the books. I, I, I'm gonna read one. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna read one. I'm gonna it's let you re- know what I think. It's recorded. It's recorded. I'm gonna read it. Now I'm gonna read proof. one. It's hey, you got my word. Okay, I'm gonna read it. Okay, <laughs> that works for me. Okay then. All right. I'm good. Well, guys, I gotta go. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know I did. David did. I did. And I um, hope you guys are listening um, to this great podcast. And I hope I hope you um, guys enjoyed it. Peace. See ya. Just being in this.